cool. So, hey guys, this is Benjamin. Hey guys. Um, this is Benjamin Pavado. He's going to be coming on here today talking about that silent struggle with that... Um, I'm going to say immig- yeah, immigrants. Yeah, immigrants? International. International international students. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think it's the better word. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like, the immigrants are the saddle. Like, what's going on there? Yeah. So That's yeah. all right. So yeah, ben- just, ben- <laughs> However ben- you want to come. <laughs> <laughs> so Benjamin's coming on here talking about um, international students and the struggle that they face. And because me and Tahir haven't gone through that struggle, this episode is going to be about raising that awareness. And I guess... Seeing that light through through the end, whereas you know we we don't really see that tunnel, we don't really mm. see the darkness that you guys have to kind of navigate your way through <laughs> and and reach that end. You know, so there's heaps of international students that are currently you know in several universities, um, and and they might think to themselves, you know, like, you know, all this struggle, all the money, all the finance, mm. I'm doing mm. all of this stuff for nothing. You know, like, why am I doing this? And they might get to that phase. So it's about showing them that there's light at the end of the tunnel. 100%. And, and, and having that discussion today. So we'll get into it. I guess before we start, I'll let you introduce yourself sure. by yourself and instead of me introducing <laughs> yeah. you. And just... He gave you a whole introduction. Not, nothing better than talk about you, eh? Yeah, <laughs> so you, you talk about yourself like, you know, what your upbringing was like in the sense like, you know, what brought you to Australia? How mm. did that look like? And sure, we'll sure. start there and then we let the conversation flow on, right? Easy. It looks like you guys make it easy, so it's good. Oh, of, course, of course, of course, of course. We're here to make it comfortable. We're here to make it comfortable. <laughs> no worries. Well, guys, it's, it's great to be here again. Fahad, Tahir, thank you for, for having me. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been watching what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen some of my friends uh, being part of the podcast as well. So it's yeah. an honor to be here and to talk about a topic that I'm really passionate about. So thank you. Um, yes, my name is Benjamin or Benjamin, like we say in Spanish. Yeah. But people call me Ben uh, in Darwin. I'm a former international student from Colombia. Yeah. Um, I came to Darwin six years ago to study. Um, and I'm really passionate about uh, youth empowerment, multiculturalism, social inclusion, yeah. international education, and some of those things yeah. uh, that you guys talked about. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to, to the conversation so and you, tell you more about it. So you came here six years ago, mm. and what did that <coughs> journey look like? So I guess starting from the start, you're sitting sure. in Colombia, <laughs> and then you're like, let's go to Darwin. Obviously, that doesn't happen. Exactly. Right. Yeah, like, why, why Darwin? Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not saying anything bad about Darwin. <laughs> But it's, that, it's I it's, get that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. Uh, when I was exploring my, my options about coming to Australia, obviously the things that popped up first Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane, because that's what I guess uh, people sell. Uh, yeah. You know, when I went to see uh, an education agent and talk about Australia, uh, they didn't even offer Darwin. <laughs> uh, it, it was funny because I got into the into the to the shop to the to the place, and then I look at the Australia map, and Darwin wasn't even. On the on the on, map. I mean, oh. Parmesan's you know? on the map. Yeah, now. you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> oh, I was gonna say they had these dots uh, where you know where it's Brisbane, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, yeah, yeah. Uh, Perth, but Darwin wasn't there. So I, I found that interesting. But uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, I was studying uh, finance back home in Colombia, and I needed to pass an English exam to continue with my degree which I obviously didn't get to pass. I came here to study English originally yeah. back in 2015. I, 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 believe it or not, I, I go here with uh, zero English, like yeah. we say. I don't know how many years we've known each other for that, but you know, when I first came, it was you know really hard for me to communicate. Um, 
So I wanted to come to a place where, uh, which would tick a few boxes that I was after. One, uh, I wanted to be an, uh, to, to come to a, sm a small place like my hometown in Villavicencio in Colombia, a uh, warm place like Darwin, uh, but also a small community where I think I would be able to connect uh, more easily than in a big city. I was then studying in Bogotá, in the capital, which is a city of 10 million people. It was massive, you know, so I wanted to explore something different. Uh, by then, uh, you'd know, uh, being raised here, the impacts booming, you know, the economy was on the roof and all that back in 2014 or 13. So I thought, okay, maybe this could be a good place where, uh, you know, I could make an impact and, and obviously get some benefits too. Uh, but lastly, and probably more importantly, uh, uh, my cousin Natalia, she used to live in Darwin before I came here. So she actually did go to uni here. She started social work and then she moved to Europe to do her master's degree. So while she was in Europe, we were talking about, hey, I want to go to Australia. Where should I go? And stuff like that. Uh, so I want, I really wanted to go to Melbourne. By then, I think Melbourne was <coughs> classified as the most livable city in the yeah, world or yeah. something like that. So, oh, amazing. You know, I'm going to come all the way from Colombia, two days traveling. Uh, so I want to go to a place where I'll have fun and stuff like that. Uh, but then uh, my main goal, which my cousin reminded me of, was... Benji, as she calls me, you want to study English, you want to learn English, so you want to go to a place where you would have to speak English at all times, so most of the time. So by then, uh, in Darwin, there wasn't as many Latinos as yeah. there are now, so I, uh, there wasn't many Spanish speakers yeah, yeah. like there would be in other capital cities. So when I came to Darwin, you know, I had really few friends who would speak Spanish, so I had to speak in English all the time, mm -hmm. and that is why. I'm here now in Darwin. So, you, so <laughs> you chose Darwin so that you could specifically be in that community where you ha you were forced to speak English. Correct. Yes. Which is, which is a really good point because like if you were to move to Bel Melbourne, Sydney, you you kind of go and study English, but then you'd come home to that comfortable space where you're not really practicing what Correct. you're learning. And that happens a lot. That happens all the time within the Latin, maybe not only Latin communities. It's I guess every, everywhere, yeah. everywhere, right? So you wanna be comfortable you want to be with your group of people mm. with those that uh speak your same language or maybe those who believe in your same beliefs or mm. look like you or whatever so lots of my friends actually after i came to australia they came to uh they decided to move to australia too but they went to places like brisbane or melbourne and and when i was asking them also who are you living with other spanish speakers and stuff mm. like and, and look don't get me wrong there's not nothing wrong about that i love my 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 people, I love mm. Latin America. I don't know if you saw my car out there, but my Latin plate yeah, says Latinos. When I, when, I literally, when I got here, I saw it, it says Latino. Okay, Ben's here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm really proud of that. But obviously my goal was to uh, study English. And, you know, I did that. So lots of my friends didn't get the chance to uh, develop their, their communication skills as quick as I was able to. Uh, and that is one of the reasons that, you know, I picked that one. Yeah. So you didn't actually plan to stay in Darwin there, right? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what, what made you stay eventually? Sure. sure. Uh, well, I came here to study English only for 10 months, actually. Uh, then I extended it for one year and a half. I did general English and then academic English. Uh, but look, uh, you'd probably know that, you know, in other parts of the world, uh, life is different. Yeah, life know? is very different. Yeah, different. It's very, very different. And 
uh, you can read about it, you can watch videos, you can uh, listen to people talk about it, but until you face it, until you've been there and seen it, uh, you know, it's, it's totally different. So, of course, uh, Australia is one of the best places to be in the world. And this was even pre-COVID. Now we've seen how, how amazing and how lucky we are to be in, a, in, a, in a place like Australia, particularly in Darwin. Um, so obviously I loved it here. I love the community. I feel I felt like, you know, I connected well Darwin, the Northern Territory, uh welcoming really, really well. Um obviously I started working, I started seeing things on a you know, on a wider perspective. I started thinking about things that I didn't think before. So, you know, I had that decision about going back to uh, going back home, uh resuming my degree or staying here and uh, start, I guess, uh, my life over. So in Colombia, the education system works differently, mm. and uh, the degrees take five years for usually. Like the, the finance degree that I was taking, it would take five years. So I still had two years remaining back home, but in Australia, they usually take three years, well, depending on what you're doing, right? Mm. So the degree that was related the most about my career was accounting, which was offered at, at Charles Darwin University, CDU. So I thought, okay, if I go back home, I have to still study for two years and get my degree. But if I stay here, I will only need to study three years. Uh, so that was another box that I ticked. Mm. But uh, the most challenging part that was when uh, I had to obviously talk to my mom and, and talk about, hey, mom, I'm thinking to stay here. Uh, I'm an only child. Uh, my mom is uh, widowed, so it's been only us uh, our whole life. So obviously that was a challenging situation yeah, to definitely. take. But mom, I uh, was really supportive since day one. And she said, Ben, Benji, or Benjito, how she calls me, if uh, that's a place where you feel that you should be, where your future could uh, be successful, then I support you 100% to do that. Uh, and yeah, probably one of the best decisions that I made because I love it here. So yeah. we'll, we'll call you Bendito from now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, was that like a hard decision to make to actually stay here? Because, or like, have you met other people who had to make that decision as well? I mean, yeah, there are hundreds, thousands of people who face the same challenge, you know. And a lot of people think that international students come here thinking that they're gonna be here forever. And no, actually, data shows that the great majority of international students actually return to their countries. Uh, just obviously the people that you see out there or doing stuff or doing other things, obviously they decided to to remain in the country. But, uh, you know, it's not hard to leave your friends. It's, uh, sorry, yeah. it's really hard to leave your friends. It's really hard to leave your culture, the mm, people that, you, that you're surrounded by, your family. Uh, of course, you know, Australia is a really multicultural country and, and you can find some of your things, but it's, it's never the same. Yeah, 100%. Uh, your lifestyle, everything, obviously, is, is a big challenge, uh, but, you know, a challenge that is worth pursuing and that millions of people have, have gone through and maybe, I don't know, uh, how you guys end up getting here, but I think your parents or yourself yeah, one yeah, day yeah, had yeah, to take that decision, yeah, uh, yeah. which is not one easy to it's, take. But it's, it's a difficult decision, right? You, you sit there and... I'm just putting myself into an international student's perspective. Like, you know, you've got all your family, friends back home and you've taken this decision to, I guess, want for a different lifestyle or, you know, mm. I don't know, some decisions for education or finance, whatever, whatever has influenced you to take that decision to come Australia or wherever mm. to study and, and leave your family behind. 
and then making a decision of okay now I want to live here you know like it's it's not one easy one to take and and you know like you said you know you 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 and your mother have been growing up you know alone that it's just you two that's your family and mm. leaving your mother back home it's it's not leaving but you know wanting mm. to stay here longer Yeah. It's 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 a decision that you probably had to think nights over. Yeah, you know, it's it like you know, oh, maybe I should go back home. Maybe I can <laughs> live back there. You know, like maybe maybe my life is better back there. And then you you have to weigh out the pros and cons. Yeah, it is it is a really tough one that I think about. You know, almost every day, uh, and it's it's a challenging situation. But look, life is all about sacrifices and and how much you're willing to give in, uh, and how much are you willing to. Uh, struggle in order to pursue your dream so uh, when I graduated back in in 2019 uh, I was fortunate to be able to bring my mom to uh, to Darwin uh, and watch my graduation uh, but also we were able to you know travel around Australia I was able to show her how things were here the mm. people that I am with uh, the things that I do where I go where I live so that was really really incredible that was amazing and uh, my mom loved it here too she struggles obviously lots with Uh, the language mm. uh, but actually uh, now that you know I've ticked a few boxes uh, one of my goals in life uh, and hopefully soon to be is to actually bring her yeah, here permanently yeah, so yeah. so that's something that you know I'm working on slowly slowly but you know hopefully it's in some time yeah. Yeah. Definitely I feel like you can do it I mean from, <laughs> when I, from when I saw you from like the first time I ever met you to where you are now like you've just like succeeded right <laughs> okay. the thing is uh, how how did you do it because mm. like i have i also had like a, a international student right uh, mm. a friend sorry he was an international mm. student and he was it was like very tough so he was mm. telling me about like all the stuff he has to go through and for you like yo you, you said you came here alone mm. that's the same thing for him as well he was here by himself and so he was i don't know about you but he was working like every single mm. day was mm. working and mm. then he was studying mm. and he was just so hard like <laughs> did you ever think Yeah, maybe it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm just saying because, like, good, yeah, good, yeah. Look, uh, the great majority of international students uh, struggle, struggle a lot. Uh, a lot of people don't like to talk about it or don't like to say it, or maybe um, education institutions or, or people that are surrounded by that uh, sector. <clears throat> don't usually like to to That's talk about those mm-hmm. challenges but it is a reality and I I think it's a reality that we need to face but also a reality that we should be really proud of because you know it's it's enjoying the journey and I strongly believe that those are things that we need to uh, go through to really appreciate the things that we have in life so uh particularly in a place like Darwin uh lots of the international students that come here are not necessarily uh coming from places or from backgrounds of family which are like rich or have like uh, really well uh, positions or, or, or places in back home uh, whereas in in other places maybe like Sydney mm. uh, Melbourne or Brisbane you would see some some really uh, well-placed international students that don't even need to work or that they have their own you know apartments or cars or whatever which is fair in in and there's no worries but uh but yes uh, as an international student from a you know uh humble uh beginnings we all have to go through almost the same things mm-hmm. uh, you know Definitely. the first uh 
uh, things that uh, you know that you'll face, or at least that I face. Obviously, was the language. Mm -hmm. It was really, really hard to to communicate. It was really hard to get anything out of me. Uh, you know, I'm. You know me. I like talking. Mm -hmm. I like you know connecting with people. So it was really, really hard to be able to even order a coffee. But that's part of the the, the so struggle. How did you order a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so you drive through McDonald's. What do you say? Oh, you're reminding me of McDonald's, man. <laughs> One coffee, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they'll be like, so what milk did you want? Do you want almond milk? And then, and then like, yes. What? Yes. What? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Whatever they say. Yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and that moment when they're, when they're laughing and then you don't even know what they're saying and then you laugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're actually asking you something and you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we face that. <laughs> Oh, we face that. That's, that's um, good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, culture shock is another thing, you know. Obviously, uh, like I said, uh, 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 Australia is a place that embraces diversity and things like that. But let's face it, the culture is different. Mm. Things run in the, in different ways. I see things that I've never seen before. I do things that I probably wouldn't even do in Colombia. But in Colombia, we also do things that we wouldn't do, do yeah. in, in here as well. So it's about learning learning that. Um Obviously, jobs, you, you mentioned it earlier, Tahir, uh, we all struggle on that. And, and yeah, you could say, yeah, Ben is going like this, like that. But, you know, behind, uh, it's like the iceberg, right? Be behind, uh, oh, it's, there's so many things that, that people have to go through. So, uh, you know, most international students, uh, their first jobs are hospitality, mm. uh, retail, mm. cleaning, uh, you know, and I'm a proud uh Marcus Worker, that was my very first job, and it's interesting that, that you mentioned it because uh, I tell this story uh, to everyone almost that I meet, but, you know, when I was working there, it was really hard again for me to communicate, and my manager put me on the front counter, uh, so... I had to face uh, customers every time, and that's why I enjoyed so much because I was able to communicate, to learn, to talk. And, and look, English was a, a hard language, but um, Darwin English, Territorian English, <laughs> is definitely harder. Uh, so obviously that was also really helpful. Uh, but I remember one of my colleagues telling me one day, Ben, uh, why you're so quiet? Uh, and I had never heard that in my life before because <laughs> my teachers were always telling me, Ben, shut up. My mom, Ben, shut up. And my friends, Ben, shut up. And then this guy is telling me, why you're so quiet? Uh, so then I realized, man, maybe because of my, my communication skills, I'm, I'm portraying uh, the Ben that is not really me. Uh, so that's when I started, you know, doing lots of volunteering and, and joining organizations. When we did the Student Ambassador Program yeah. and all these kind of things, that's when I started uh, like what triggered everything when I realized, man, this is not me. I need to do something about mm -hmm. it. Definitely. And that's when I started. Boom, I, I, boom, boom, boom. I guess I guess a point to note there is you can come here and try to learn English, but mm. if you don't put yourself out there where you're forced to actually, you know, like I can I can memorize a whole you know book of on paper, but that's right. when I need to put it to practice, your brain goes numb. So it's mm. and, and funny you mention it, like you know, working at Macca's and, and going out to volunteering. I already knew English, right? right. Like I already had understood English, but even then, me be putting myself into those situations helped me learn communication skills that I'd never had. Like That's right. me working at YD a retail That's right. retail place where I had to just interact with mm. people, like you know, what do you want? Yeah, you know, and yeah. just understanding the kind of people that you have to talk with. It's yeah. 
putting yourself out there is probably one of the best things you can do as an international student yeah. or as just anyone you know yeah. even even if even if you know english yeah and it's going to be hard you know it's always going to be hard but if it wasn't hard then you know it wouldn't be fun as well and and those are the things that you that you remember you know and and look and also i think it's part of of life as well on how you appreciate things like i mentioned before on how you also treat people because you've been there mm. you you know when when you know that we you know we're not valued by the position by the salary by where we live but you know by who we are as human beings so i think people shouldn't be ashamed of talking about where we're coming from or what we do mm. stuff like that but where we are, are heading to or where we want to be uh, is what's more important so Definitely. yeah no the thing is as well like I can say that it's never judged like you said with you know humble beginnings and and everything mm. like that but I know where you are right now right <laughs> and it's actually like it you, you say like if I'm the president of no, 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 no but but in the end it's like it's like from from like okay I didn't see your humble beginnings right sure, but sure. It, but like I know humble beginnings as well but yeah. I know that right now you're like in a pretty re- a re- like respectable position as well right and to do that from where you are That's for me I feel like that's something to look up to because I feel like a lot of Thanks, international yeah. people go through that right same thing with yeah. my parents as well yeah. right yeah. so they weren't international students per se but they really? came from overseas mm. when they were young like to be honest when they came here they didn't even tell anybody mm. they just left because it's like like you said like you know the you don't know what people like are going through unless you've been through it right, right. so you know like the stuff was going stuff was going on around there and so they had to come here for like a better life mm. right and the struggles that they had to face as well like like you said when they came here they didn't know english uh-huh. they didn't know english and like from <laughs> where they are now like to be honest their english is good right but i, I i'm surprised with your english cuz i met <laughs> i met you about four years ago and i wouldn't have guessed that he didn't know english beforehand right i don't know about you for had when you met him i met him like four, and i was so surprised and <laughs> thanks it, no problem and like what i what i noticed from international students as well is they're the most kindest people that i know uh-huh. right thanks. so the first time i met ben he came up to me so you see how he's smiling now he's exact same ben <laughs> He's like he's like oh come let's go we're playing soccer this day come join us that's the first thing he said to me and I'm like yeah no problem right and so it's just for me I guess my point from this is just that international students are just really nice people that's that's all Thank I can you. say and they Thank go through a lot of struggles and they should be recognized for like everything they've got they've gone through and like I feel like no matter where you come from as well mm. you can always succeed I guess, I guess one beautiful thing, man. one one Much thing love, one thing to I guess note there is international students have so much going on because I, i i work in an engineering firm right so when when people come and look for jobs so there's heaps of engineers that come from india bangladesh sri lanka asia mm. and they come here to do their studies you know english being the second language and i guess one of the errors not errors but a struggle with putting themselves out into the community with little bit of low confidence right you mm. you came on strong into yeah. the community you put yourself out there you built that confidence there's a lot of international students that haven't yet built that confidence but they've graduated they mm. they're looking for a job and so when they come up to <coughs> professionals and and they say look, look we're looking for a job you can tell that this person is not confident or wow. you can tell that this person is not you know what might not survive in that job with what the job needs So I think a point to note there is that not a point to note but I think something to work towards as a as multicultural youth and as as growing youth is to provide opportunity for those. So mm. I know international students would come here and struggle to look for a job. 
right? Mm. Getting a job at McDonald's would be hard for some people. Yeah, right? it was hard for me, mm. even though I never got one. But I applied, they rejected me. <laughs> <you. laughs> yeah, I got like, rejected a few times. You, know, you get rejected from from places where you're like, oh, why can't I work there? Um, mm. And so I think it's we do have to work towards building a place where when a person needs a job, there is opportunity for him, mm. right? And and especially for multicultural people who. Might need just some training, you know, yep. sk- skills up, you know, bringing up the skills. So I am currently working with with a few others in in developing that kind mm. of a pathway for international students awesome. and and you know just students in general. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's about breaking those stigmas and mm. giving people a go, giving people a chance, and not looking at, uh, you know, who, where is this person coming from? What do they believe in? Mm. What is their skin color? What yeah. is their beliefs or, or names and stuff like that? You know, mm. we we should be talking to people like if you know we are just human beings wanting to 100%. to do stuff and giving people a go. You know, there's so many international students out there that are fantastic that i have you know master's degrees that have phds uh that have done so many things and they could be doing amazing things in australia changing uh you know the way we do some things but because maybe someone didn't like the way they look maybe mm-hmm. someone didn't like uh you know how they they dress then you know they're maybe driving a taxi or maybe they are doing uber and and not that anything is wrong about that at all uh but you know i think if we are able to show out there that international students migrants uh and 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 these multicultural communities have just as much to offer as anyone else uh, in here, I think we will live in a in a better world, in a in a better 100%, 100%. place, uh, and I think it'll be it's it's just uh, uh, straightforward to me, and I don't see uh, how could people uh, not think that way. But obviously, it's because I've been through it, and 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 I think this is. Um, this is something that I'm really, really happy about that we have an opportunity and a platform to talk about it. And hopefully whoever is watching this is sharing this content and talking about it because it's really important uh, to give international students a chance. Uh, You know, I have so many examples and people that I could name that are doing great, great things for the companies, great things for, I don't know, government, great things for universities or organizations, and they started as international students. Uh, But it was when someone gave them a chance, and as soon as they were given a chance, then they started, started, started scaling up and scaling up and scaling up. So, yeah. I guess one thing to note there is international students, like, Graduating from a university itself mm. is is a struggle, right? Like, mm. I think one thing that you can classify international students are hardworking. <laughs> like, de- like me myself, you know, like I am not as hardworking as any other international student. Would be. I couldn't name one that I would. I couldn't name one international student that I'm more hardworking. Than. It's, it's, it's it's impossible. It's, it's hard. Like you know, like mm. we don't mm. face the struggles that you guys mm. face. But mm. but I guess moving forward, let's move the conversation forward. There's one sure. thing that we've covered, right? We've covered that. I'll, I'll summarize one thing that we covered and you correct me if I'm wrong. So I think for international students that might be watching this, it's like, I can't expect people to change. Right? Right. But one thing to learn from yourself is you built that confidence, mm. right? You put yourself out there into the community. You put your, you said, look, I'm not being me. I'm being quiet. I need to gain confidence. I need to learn my English. I need, I need to do all of these things. So you started put your, putting yourself out there into, you know, retail, Maccas mm. and, and volunteering organizations. And you were forced to just talk. You were forced mm. to build confidence, right? And that helped you, mm. right? 
there's a lot of international students that I think don't do that. And I think right. I think they should. They should put themselves out there. Because I don't think, great, you know, like you said, it, it'd be amazing for the people out there to see what international students go through. But we can't expect that. Mm. You know, you can only expect yourself to change. 100%. You know, I can't expect anyone else to change. So I think for me to change, I need to, one thing to do is put myself out there to build that confidence. Yeah. Moving forward from that, right? Moving forward from that. Communication is one thing. What else is there? What other challenges are there that people face? Mm. One thing that I think putting myself in a person's shoes would be burnout. Right. Yeah, that happens. That happens a lot. And that happens because of an important component or important challenge is obviously the financial struggle. International students come to Australia and they usually have to pay uh, three times as much, mm. two or three times as much as... Uh, Australian uh, fees, Australian citizens' fees. So obviously, the, I mean, CDU is not necessarily one of the most expensive universities, which for me was great. Uh, but still, you know, to save that much money to pay every semester is not easy unless, you know, you're coming from a, you know, a wealthy family or something like that back home, but still it's hard. So luckily, you know, in Australia, particularly in Darwin, you know, I mean, you can work for 20 hours uh, a week during studies and then you can work full time out of session. So obviously you need to work a lot. Like you guys mentioned, you need to work really, really hard uh, to save the money to pay your fees. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you can pay your fees uh, and if there is anything left, then maybe you can also have some food. But the thing is, it's joking. true though. Let's be honest. It happens. It, it, it happens. happens, right? it happens. Well, um, let's not be too dramatic, but... <laughs> I've already had one. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you need to really decide, hey, do I want to go and watch this movie or do I want to pay my fees? Do I want to go and do this fun stuff or, you know, pay my fees? Or do I want to go and get a nice meal or do I cook at home? So, so you have so to that, sacrifice that a lot. A hundred percent. Like movie or should I eat? <laughs> <laughs> go party or should I, should I sleep? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So obviously with all those things combined, you know, having to work every day if you can, uh, having to study on a lecture which is taught in English, uh, you know, having mm -hmm. to struggle with the communication skills, with the culture shock, having your family away, and that's not that's hoping that, uh, you know, things are going well back home, uh, missing your friends, missing your, your things. Obviously all that combined is a... It's a big thing that, you know, at many, many points in life gets you burnt out, you know. And I think balancing that out is probably the hardest thing. But it's something that I wish and I love for every international student before come to Australia or those who are just arriving to know. Because these things will happen. Yeah. They will happen, like it or not. But when you are already aware, uh, then you can prepare yourself mentally and physically to face those challenges so that when the time comes uh, then you'll be prepared to you know uh, address it but what i also can tell you is look i don't want to sound again too dramatic there is people uh, around the world who face even more challenges than this that's for sure uh but at the end of the day no matter what when you go through that uh it's like the light in the tunnel that mm. you mentioned, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's not only about, you know, being able to be in Australia. It's not about being able to work and get money and stuff like that. It's probably that 
personal satisfaction of saying, man, I've gone through that. I've been, uh, I know what it is. I felt it. Uh, and then I'm still here and I will continue to be here and do more. So 100%. it's part of the game. It's part of life. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any, like, so that's like your main advice, but. Mm. Damn. That's all I, I, that's <laughs> I, I guess. Well, I, I have a few advices uh, that are important. Uh, I already mentioned it. Um, volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. That's, uh, you know, key. That's, yeah, That's that really, key. really, yeah. really important. Look, uh, and it's really hard for an international student to do that because, mm. you know, you can choose whether going to work and make money to pay the fees or going to volunteer where you obviously don't get paid. But uh, the things that you get are just priceless, to be honest. And a lot of the things that I've been able to do uh, in while I've been here in Australia have been through volunteering. You know, the people that you meet, the experiences that you get, uh, the places that you get to go, uh, the things that you get to do through volunteering are incredible. And uh, look, I've been volunteering since that time that I mentioned, uh, starting with, you know, the serious student ambassadors, then with study and with the serious student association. I continue volunteering with our uh, non-for-profit organizations, the kind of shake. And by seeing those things, I feel that I will continue volunteering mm. for all my life because with it's awesome. hundred percent. I, I, I can't back you enough on that with not just for international students, everyone volunteering, and putting yourself out there is for everyone and it is again like you said it will take you to places that you probably can't go with something that pays you yeah. you know if something pays yeah. you probably can't go to where volunteering could take you you know you could travel the world and just be a volunteer that's correct definitely like it, yeah. it just happens and you'll meet people that you never expected to meet yeah, yeah. but yeah definitely yeah let's and keep going yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah look i like uh playing uh video games i like <laughs> playing my fifa i like watching netflix i like scrolling down on my phone uh but that will never stop me and i will never say i don't have time mm. to volunteer so you will always find you will always have time when you want to do something uh, if you don't want to do it, you'll find excuse. But if mm. you want to do it, you find a way. So I strongly believe that you could do that. Um, the other thing that I would recommend to international students is to uh, be open-minded and uh, not think that the way you do things are necessarily the, the right thing to do. And I guess what I mean by this is when you come to Australia, you go and uh, try to, you know, be with people that you are more comfortable with, like we talked about before, and we do things like we like to do, but that's not necessarily the only right way to do it, or that's not necessarily the, f the more fun way to do it. So connecting with people from other cultures, learning why they do the things that they do, what they do, why, you know, why people do the ways that they do is, is, is incredible and it's really, really powerful, especially, again, in a place like Darwin, which is so multicultural. So being able to be, to not think, oh, this person is from this country, so I'm not going to go and, uh, you know, and do what they do or connect with them. No, you know, go and meet people from everywhere uh, and learn. Uh, it's just such an important thing to do and such a, uh, an opportunity that not everyone gets the chance to do, but because we are in a place like Australia where people are coming from everywhere, then we have that chance. Uh, you mentioned about burnout, and I will contradict a little bit myself here because... <coughs> Uh, I used to, and you know, most of the time I continue say yes to everything. Uh, I still uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know. Uh, and look, this is a really hard one, and I struggle a lot with every day because I I'm usually I usually say yes to any opportunity that I see out there without even thinking about it because that's what I've been doing and that's working for me. Uh, and look, it's hard, and you know, and then I go to bed late, and then I wake up early in the morning, and I'm tired and stuff like that. But I always find a way to get it done. So if you can, especially at the start of the journey, say yes to every single opportunity that you find. And if you don't know how to do it, then learn how to. But don't let those thoughts or those things, oh, you know, I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how I will be in an office. I don't know how to do public speaking. Learn how to try and, you know, don't. Don't hesitate, and because it really works, it works for me. It works for many people that I'm out there. Finding the balance will be hard, but you know, don't be scared uh, of doing that. And, and last but not least, uh, knock doors, knock people's doors. Uh, I felt that at the start I was a little bit embarrassed, mm. or maybe, or a little bit ashamed of asking for help. Hey, Tyre, can you help me with this? Hey, do you know this? Uh, cook, you know, and you know, I would stop. Uh, I would be, you know, ashamed of some things, and I wouldn't be who I am just because of that. But then I found out one day that look, people are always keen to help you, especially again in a in a place like the territory where people are so welcoming and warm. Uh, people are always out there uh, willing and keen to give you a hand. So if you knock someone's door, uh, they may have the solution to your problem or they may know someone who, who does. So don't be afraid or don't be ashamed of asking for help uh, because there is a lot of people out there who might give you a hand uh, and that has worked for me and continue to do it. So so basically to summarize, what you mean is just like get out of your comfort zone yeah. and just try something new. Cause, so I have, uh, I'm working with... In international uh, technically an international student mm. they've gotten their degree um in i think it was engineering or something right. um but see they're scared because of uh they think their english is not good enough right. right and so they haven't actually tried to look for a job in their field right and i asked the person oh, why don't you just try and it's like oh yeah i don't know and stuff mm. like that mm. and so i mean just for me, like when next time I see him, I'm gonna just tell him to just go ahead and try. Yes, right? because like I told him that before, but I'm I'm just gonna just go tell him like just keep going, keep going, keep going. Because he, oh, he also has a wife actually. I should tell you that. Wow. So she studied accounting as well wow. in in engineering. She just finished, right? And so she's also hasn't gotten a job in her field. Like I think it's the same thing, right? Mm. So I'm just gonna. I think what we should do anyway as like people who know international students is just like encourage encourage them like i know you're doing it already right obviously <laughs> you're doing it but for me like i've i've been doing it but i'm haven't been that active right but right. what i what i want to just like give out like uh, advice to some people is just you know if you know some people who are international students or just from like international and they come over here and they're looking for a job just tell them to go for it like tell them to put themselves out there, right? As you said, do volunteering work. And I yes. feel like that's the best way for them to get mm. out there and to show that they can be a part of the community and also like bring up their confidence. That's that's cool, that's, right? that's, f that's for me what I, I, I would want to do. And I just want to give advice for some people to just do that as well. I guess there's two, one, one thing I wanted to add to it, right? So you said, again, put yourself out there and there's people that you might tell, like you, like you said that, you know, they, they say, oh, I'm too embarrassed or, you know, my English is not good. And they find an excuse to not do it, mm. right? Mm. And, and then you said something about, like, people are always willing to help, 
mm. it, especially in that one. Maybe, maybe somewhere else, you know, people feel like you're taking advantage of them and stuff. But <laughs> uh, like, I kid you not, asking for help and just getting like, my brain switches off. I don't need to do work. Someone else does the work for me because I just ask for help, right? Like, right. being confident enough to say, you know, let's say, I, let's say I didn't have good English and I go up to, oh, my communication skills weren't as good enough. And, and I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that this is my problem. If I wanted a job, if I wanted something and I go up to someone and say, hey, look, I acknowledge that, you know, my communication skills are probably not top notch, but this, these are the things that I want to do, right? Mm. Without feeling embarrassed, accepting that, you know, you have something that you're working towards and you going out there and saying, <laughs> you know, these are the things that I want and I understand I have a flaw, you know, this is something that I'm working on. Yeah. Can you help me? These guys, you know, at least this is my own data point. I reckon eight out of ten people will actually go out of their way to give you a contact mm, or right, say, right. you know, go to this person or here's this person's number. I think this person could help. And at least then it gives you a next step. Yeah. You know, before you get the next step, you're only saying, oh, I don't want to do the first step, right? Correct. First step is going out there, talking, putting yourself out there and acknowledging that you're working on something, acknowledging your flaws and being honest about it. My English has been good, but I've been honest about a hundred other things. Like, you know, I'm not probably the smartest person. So, you know, like, I'm not going to say, you know, my degree, I didn't get the best marks. Right. Right. So when I went into an engineering job, I acknowledged that my marks probably aren't a reflection of what I can be, mm. but this is what I'm willing to work on. Right. I was honest about something that people can see. You know, like if, if you say, oh, my English is, you know, good and you're, you know, people can see that your English isn't good. Mm. You know, you're hiding a flaw that people can see, right? That's correct. And and there's nothing better than being straightforward and being honest to yourself, mm. you know. And I think this applies really well on, on a job application or a job interview or whatever, but also in life on anything that you do, you know. Being able to recognize your flaws, like you said, but being committed to do something about it. Mm. It's awesome. And it's 100%. fantastic. And people uh, will be willing to give you a chance and people will appreciate, hey, look, this person is being honest and they seem to be committed to do it. Let's give them a chance and let's let's hope that eight out of ten uh, you people know will, will will get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why not? And what I noticed as well, so um there's this, you know, you know, Modern Family, the TV yeah, show. Yeah. So there was Sofia Vergara. Yeah. No, no. So there, there was one thing she said that actually like made so much sense, right? And um, it's like a, it's like kind of like the quote. I'm not gonna quote it word for word, but it's basically like you know, in English, you know, I don't sound the smartest, right? right. But in my own language, like I'm right. a genius, right? right? And and that's right. what I noticed. Like my parents, like if you heard them like speaking in English, you know, it's broken up, and you might think this mm. and this, right? But then if they spoke in their own language. They, yeah, it's wow. it's and, and that's what I know is and, and like I'm I'm pretty sure like your English is really good, right? <laughs> but if I'm pretty sure your Spanish is even like way better, right? It it happens it make to you look stupid in yeah, Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, it's true. And and that's that's what like people should get their confidence from. It's like, okay, my English is not the best, but it doesn't mean I'm not like a smart person. It just yeah. means that you know, that's just the one aspect I gotta work uh, on. Yeah, a point yeah. to note there like, we were talking last just last episode, we were talking about something about being kind to yourself. Like mm. when, when you come to love yourself you have to learn to also be kind to yourself that is loving yourself yeah. right when you when you say oh, like people that don't actually go out and seek help they find an excuse saying you know oh i'm this or i'm that or I'm, you know i've got too much on take the guts find time 
do it. Yeah. And then and then figure out the next steps, right? That's do right. the first step. First step is putting yourself out there. If you stay behind closed doors, nothing's going to come to you, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, you cannot expect different results by doing the same things every and, day. And the other thing is I've met people that feel like people are out there there to get them. You know, oh, this right. person's going to get advantage of me and this and that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not like that. Mm. You know, just seek help wherever you can. And you have nothing to lose, you know. Like if I ask, if I call a Benjamin and say, "Benjamin, I need help with this," I've got nothing to lose. I either gain something out of it or I gain nothing. No, yeah. you, you'll be you're here and you go here or you stay here. <laughs> That's you, it, you, won't know, go, you won't go below. That's right. right. At the end of the below. day, you'll be in the same time. Exactly. So yeah, the worst. That could happen is that someone will tell you no. That's yeah, it, and that's yeah. it. You know, you knock as many doors and as many doors, but the the, uh, the uh, result will be the same. Imagine if you, you don't try. And they start yelling at you. <laughs> 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 ah, but, but yeah, we've got the success story right here, so we know it works. You know, <laughs> we've got. I guess, I guess just another another diversion from the discussions. We've got advice, and and I guess we understand that there's some struggles. Personal now. Let's mm. get a little bit personal. Mm. Did you ever break during that process? And you probably don't need to answer this. We probably mm. don't need to put it in. Did sure. you ever break? And what did that break look like? And how did you overcome it? Mm. Good question. Uh, look, uh, we all experience challenges in in different ways. Um, and not to get in, into too much detail, but uh, yes, I think there is a point where you come to realize, am I actually doing this for a purpose am i actually uh i will be happy at the end of the tunnel uh and i guess that's the way i'll 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 mention it in this case because for me i always try to be really positive i always try to be so optimistic about anything that happens in my life whatever it is it could be the most negative thing but i always try to find the you know the the greener side so I would say that uh, there were few times in my life when I, in, in my time in, in recent years when I thought, you know, is this the place where I actually really want to be in the future? Uh, am I actually doing the right thing? Is this the actual bend that I want to portray and that I actually am? Uh, and those negative thoughts or maybe doubtful thoughts are what I would characterize characterized at this stage on uh, burning out or breaking down. But I've been really fortunate uh, and lucky to be surrounded, uh, supporting people, caring, and loving people that are out there, you know, got my partner, my close friends, my f- some, my, some of my family are now here, two of my cousins, uh, my, you know, a football team, mm. uh, people that I'm surrounded by have been always there and, 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 uh, too many times people are looking at Ben, you know, as me, but actually within Ben or surrounded or around Ben, there is so many people that have contributed to what I mm. am and what I do in life. So, you know, sometimes we take things for granted and, and we don't, you know, appreciate that those, those, all those facts and those people that are out there. But, you know, this is not an, it's not an easy journey, but also not a journey that I could do on my own ever, ever. I've been really, really fortunate and proud and blessed to be surrounded by wonderful people that s- support me every day. Uh, and yes, I have been through, you know, some uh, deep challenges, uh, but, you know, I'm proud to, to be through it. And I am sure that there will be more things to come, 100%. 
Well, I should tell you something about the language uh, that I don't want to I don't want to miss. You mentioned that in English, uh, 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 in the English and the Spanish, I have two things to say. The first one is um, I used to be a bit embarrassed about my accent. I have to say it. Um, obviously, you know, I have a strong accent, a Spanish accent. But then my English teacher once told me, Ben, whenever someone tries to be you know making fun of you if ever or whenever you feel embarrassed about it just think that you can speak english and spanish just think that you can uh, you are bilingual mm -hmm. and some people speak three two four i don't know how many languages and th and then that kind of changed my mindset and thought yeah maybe why is only english the right thing to say mm -hmm. or the right thing to do or having that accent and stuff like that so i now think okay i'm actually speaking a second language and i will speak more languages and i will continue studying on that so i'm not uh, ashamed anymore about my strong accent i'm actually really proud of that but speaking of spanish you need claps <laughs> speaking of spanish actually i got uh, an interview uh, with the spanish social media influencer a colombian social media influencer a few months ago uh, and honestly uh, on Every on a day-to-day -day basis, I speak more English than Spanish, a hundred percent. because you know, I I live with my partner. We speak in English all the time. I talk to my mom like on the weekend, stuff like that, and with my friends when I can. But every day, I'm speaking in English. So I feel like my chip or my brain now is in English. Mm. So when I'm, I'm talking to mom or to some of my friends or things like that, I sometimes forget some words. I know it sounds sounds stupid, but it actually. Uh, I forget some words and I forget how to say some things. Um, and I was doing this interview with this Colombian uh, influencer and it was uh, a bit funny because I didn't realize it then, but uh, I was obviously forgetting those uh, words in front of the camera. Uh, but I was also all the time, well, I do that in English too. We'll see about this video, but I'm always... Uh, 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 I'm no, doing that. No, no. no. I will, it, I will the thing is, that it happens to all of us. So, so me and we, me and Fad, one time we we looked uh, back at one of our videos, right, to see how we're standing. The whole time saying like, like, like. like, like oh, man. Why, why, why do you think we're not putting out the full episode? <laughs> you see me like I do it so much. Like one episode, I was like, we can't, po we can't post this. Man, I said we can't post this because the amount of times I was just saying, I'd say okay, and like, and so this, and like, the whole episode, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, yeah. I guess the thing to note that when, when we're when we're talking to people, when we're like, yeah. I guess having an interview which feels like an interview, and you feel like you need a, um, um, you know, like you yeah. wanna, you want to like. Have a second to think. Yes, have mm. a second to think and you want to fill those noise gaps mm. but you say, um, like, yeah, because yeah. you want to keep on going. Yeah. You know, but whereas in a normal conversation like this and it feels a bit normal, you don't, you, I, I haven't found yourself saying a lot of, um, yeah. and yes. I haven't found, yeah, I, haven't. I, have, I haven't found to hear saying a lot of like or myself yeah. getting yeah. stuck that much because mm. it feels natural. It feels normal. Mm. 
But where sometimes when you're forcing, you're just like, um, yeah, yeah guys. So hey, you know, it feels <laughs> a bit fake. And, and, and it but but the thing is that that happens at the start with some stuff. But like over yeah. time, you learn to deal with the yeah, stuff once yeah. you realize you're aware and exactly. conscious of that. Exactly. Yeah. So when I, when I became aware of it and I was conscious. And so for a while like. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> for a while, for a while, I was like I was conscious of it, right? Yeah. But then after a while, I I noticed when I was like about to do it, I just said it right there. See now, now I'm now I'm aware. But I, I do it less and less and less. Right, and less. So right, right. it's still like a like a joining like letter. So yeah. I, like I word, like. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to I have to use it once in a while to join two sentences yeah. together. Yeah. But I don't use it as often as I did before. Yeah. So yeah. I I say all the time. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. Uh, but look. Again, I think I, I think you shouldn't cut it. I yeah. think you put you should put it out there and should be proud of that because actually what you guys are doing is something that you should be really proud of and, and not something easy to say. To be standing here in a public up, uh, platform and talk about okay. things and, and advocate about some other things, I think it's amazing. And, it's, mm. and, and, you know, the pressure that we feel here is, you know, we're having an awesome conversation, but at the, at the end of the day, we know we've been recorded and yeah. there is a camera out there. Mm. So it's not something easy but a lot of people like to you know i start getting those comments oh this colombian guy uh forgot how to speak spanish <laughs> and stuff like that but then others were uh, uh defending me and say oh yeah you go and speak in english uh, uh all the time and then try to do that and then you'll it's, see it's, how it is it's, you know it's it's a funny thing not funny thing but like it's it's a thing that happens like with a lot of people that come from Let's say I come from India and I, mm. I know how to speak my language. I can speak it fluently, but I know mm. people that come from other countries where they speak another language, come to Australia and the English becomes their primary language and mm. they slowly, slowly start to neglect that one. Mm, mm, mm. And and I guess one thing... Yes? That's me. I'm just putting oh. my hand <laughs> <laughs> I was like, speak. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I was like, what's those? No, I'm just saying, that's me. Like, <laughs> but like, okay, so I'll let you continue your, your point first. I, I guess... So, one thing to note there is your culture is quite important to you, right? It's it's, it's a part of you. It's, yes. If if you didn't have that culture, you'd feel mm. like you're not Ben. Yeah. Same thing with me. If I didn't have my culture, I wouldn't feel mm. like I'm Fahad. The thing with all of that stuff is, and, and like you said, if you were to stop talking to your mum, you wouldn't feel like you're Ben anymore. You'd feel like you're be, being a bit different. It's about being connected with your culture, yeah. even being in Australia, right? Like yeah. reaching out. Embrace it. You see, know? Seeing what's happening in your own country, understanding what kind of news is going on, who's the president of, of <laughs> Colombia, you know, prime minister, whoever, right? Like you, you want to be connected, otherwise you do lose touch. And I know so many people that come from India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, and mm. They ha now have an accent in both languages. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's something to be proud of. Embrace it. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, l share it with other people. Get them to, you know, break those stigmas or those misconceptions that people have about Colombia and, you know, show how kind we are or how we like to be. So hopefully people, whoever is watching this now, they have a, a, a different image of what Colombian Definitely. people are like or wherever you're coming from. I think it's something to be to proud be of. A hundred percent. Yeah, because if you're not proud of it, you neglect it. Yeah, yeah. that's and right. I, I guess I'll just, for my last point anyway, is what I've... From my own perspective, what I've changed from uh, from my own view is I've come to like respect international students, right? So they've come, you Ben, right? You've come here, and your English is like basically like same as mine, right? <laughs> right? But your your Spanish is still just as good, right? right? And I know how difficult that is because my English is 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 decent as well, but right. but 
my other language. Uh, what's your other language anyway? It's, uh, it's called Oromo. Oromo. But my like my parents, like sometimes when I call my grandparents back home, they I forgot what the word is, but they basically <laughs> they roast me and, and I, they, they they say that I I chop the language up and I just mix oh. it together with random stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. like so I know how hard it is to understand two languages, and then then there's like my, my dad, he knows three languages, wow. right? Awesome. And so it's I've come to respect. Um, international p- students and anyone who speaks more than one language, yeah, and I think yeah. more people should do that because they don't realize how difficult it is mm. to maintain that and to understand that. Yeah. You got to continue to practice and continue to understand, and it's just so much work. And so whenever I, I see someone like come to me and their English might not be the best, I'm like, oh, that's okay. The fact that their English is that good, right? Yeah. And probably their un- other language they're like geniuses in. Yes, hundred percent. So to, to be that, I'm like, okay, yeah, this person here like deserve respect for that. Yes, I think a lot of people should actually have that same mindset. Yeah, so I go to India. I try to go to India every yeah. year at the end of the thing, but COVID comes in, so you know, haven't been there for two years. But every time I went there, one thing that I was embarrassed of when I'm there is me not knowing the numbers. <laughs> So like, <laughs> I know how to speak Hindi and Urdu what? like fluently. I know it all. Like I can have a conversation with my uncle, auntie, I know it all, right? But then let's say my grandma says, "Fahad, can you go buy this?" Right? Uh, so I go to the store. You know, I'm, I walk along, and then the person says, "This is X Y Z, you know, rupees." And I'm like, "What? Can, <laughs> you know, hey, can you say it in English?" Like, <laughs> and, then, and the guy doesn't know how to say it in English. And I was like, "Here's his fifty rupees. Just, just do what you gotta do." <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, up inside the flame. Oh yeah. man, like, you know, like I only know my numbers till twenty. <laughs> After twenty, I have to take guesses. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, but to be honest, I like, like like I said, you know, I've I understand the struggles. I understand how hard it is, and I've come to respect them for that. Yeah, thanks, man. Very nice. No, that, that was good. Anything else to add, or should we conclude? I've got nothing. That w- that was my last point. Yeah. Cool. Thank no, you. No, I'd like to thank you for having me here. It's been awesome. It's been a great conversation. You guys makes it so easy. I'm so uh, pleased to be here and so proud to see you guys uh, uh, developing these projects, to see some young people wanting to get some uh, message out there. I think it's really fantastic. What an awesome setup, to thank be you. honest. Uh, I will not forget this one for sure. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for having me. Let's let's keep Girl, working yeah. together to do some good of course, stuff. Of course. We're going to get on Kindness Shake, I reckon. Yes. We've got to talk about that <laughs> as well because that, that's completely different and it's got nothing to do with, um, you know, Mm. international students is a completely different project and where yeah. that came about from we should definitely talk about it, but probably another time sure. but thank you for coming on Ben <laughs> really appreciate it. today's conversation was great thank you guys for tuning in make Thanks sure to like share and subscribe take care bye 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 bye